Okay, uh, we're just gonna do it. This is a raw open. Welcome to it. Um, so, I was really thinking about not doing this right now, but then I made a 30-minute Snapchat story just really talking about nothing that anybody is going to care about, and I think that the way that I post on Snapchat uh, and send it to the two or three group chats that I actually care about them viewing the things that I'm doing. Uh, I'm pretty much like holding a gun to their heads and being like, all right, dedicate 30 minutes of your life to me right now. Do it right now. You don't have any other choice because you don't want to have this Snapchat notification on your phone all day. So just watch it or tap through it. I'm going to make you do either one. You're going to be sitting here for an extended period of time regardless, so you might as well, maybe, watch it. I don't know. Uh, I get into this, like, kick of, uh, I have this, I basically get, like, main character syndrome of, like, I am the greatest person in the world, everybody is going to care what I'm talking about, and, uh... They're, they have to listen to it right now, and I'm not going to give them the option not to, and I'm going to be very deeply offended if they seem like they don't care about it, and then I'll go off for like 30 minutes in Snapchat, and then as soon as I catch up with my brain, and I'm like, oh, I just sent 30 minutes of Snapchats, um, then I have that like anti-main character syndrome and my uh, actual self-loathing self-loathing uh kicks in and i'm like oh shit i just forced everybody to listen to me talk for 30 minutes and that's obnoxious why would i do that so now i'm doing a podcast <laughs> so that uh people have the option of if they actually want to listen to me for 30 minutes um and that's really cool and the cool thing about it is that it's 7:25 a.m right now when i'm recording this and, um, I haven't slept yet, so I'm very tired, and I've already noticed that I've mispronounced a couple of things, so this one's going to be rough. Mostly for that reason, and also just because it's me, and I'm the one doing it. Everything is going to be rough and a nightmare, and I'm hoping that that's part of, like, my winning personality. I don't know. We'll see. Uh... Yesterday was kind of a trip. I woke up at like 3 p.m. and I was talking to my mom and I was like, hey, uh, do you maybe want to go and we can pick up my laptop from the Geek Squad at Best Buy and then get my glasses fixed because both of them decided to break at the same time. And, um, I was wearing an old pair of glasses that I don't like with a bald head, and I was just really free-balling and going laptopless uh, whenever the end of my school year is coming up and everybody and their mother decided to commission me all at the same time. I don't know why. I didn't really do anything. I was just sitting here and multiple separate people looked at me and went, yeah, I'll give you some money for 
a picture of my old dude and it's poggers i'm not complaining about it my laptop just decided to pick a very bad time to absolutely zag on me uh and that's the part that sucks and so i went into the geek squad and i was kind of hoping that it was going to be like a oh maybe like a one day thing because i've never had anything actually repaired before so i was like oh the geek squad will take it and it'll be like a get out stop it'll be like a nice day day trip for my laptop and uh, i can like come pick it up maybe they'll need to like have it overnight and i can just like come back tomorrow and pick it back up and I can get commissions done and do some homework and stuff like that because like I was having a very good uh stent of art flourishment I guess I don't know if there's like a word for it like anti-art block um I don't know I was able to do the thing and I was actually like kind of working on getting caught up on my schoolwork which is good because I'll be graduating soon and they need to decide they need my homework to decide if they want me to actually graduate. Uh, so I was doing all of that and it was going pretty well. And then um, I gave my laptop into the Geek Squad and they were like, yeah, it could take up to two weeks uh, because we have to send it down to Kentucky. Uh, but we did just get one back in six days. So you never know, you know? So I handed it into them and internally, as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, God, my entire life is about to fall apart. And at that time, I only had two commissions, and it was fine, uh, because one of them, they were super nice, I already had it, like, halfway done, so it was fine, and then the other one, uh, was from my friend Amber, and we were just having a nice time with it, and things were going to be fine. So I reached out to them both, and I was like, hey man, just gave my laptop into the geek squad to see what's up with it. So, uh, going to be going through it for a second and I'm not gonna actually be able to do anything. And both of them are like, yeah, man, it's G, whatever. It's cool. I don't even care, man. Take your time. And then, uh, that was cool. And then someone else decided to commission me while my laptop was, uh, in Kentucky getting completely disassembled. And I was like, hey, man, I would love to do this because it was like a super sweet thing and I'm not going to spoil it because I want to be able to talk about it later. Uh, but they were like, I have like 15 months before I actually need this in my hands. So I honestly don't care. Take as long as you need. So that's cool. And then uh, Sam decided to also commission me for a tattoo that I can't really do anything with could not do anything with and now technically can and I'm recording this instead sorry um for a tattoo and I just I had too many things at once and I got very stressed about that um but I made this super funny joke uh while it was gone because I sent it in because the touch screen stopped working like within the first couple of months of me getting it and I just didn't do anything about it because I was worried about them like taking the entire screen and replacing it and I had already put a couple of stickers on it so I was emotionally attached um so I just struggled and disabled the touch screen completely because it was like touching all over the left side and I couldn't really do anything because it was touching all over the left side like very rapidly um and that was fine and I could live without the touch screen but there were also times uh that started like six months ago or something like that where the keyboard would just completely not work and the light also wouldn't turn on so I would have to 
hard shut down and restart my entire laptop for both of those things to come back. And then sometimes it did it and sometimes it didn't. And then it also did this very cool thing where it would just be stuck, rotated sideways. And I could fix it by rotating it sideways, actually, and then unrotating it. But it was still kind of annoying and I didn't really like to do it. Like, it wasn't fun. I didn't consider it like a pastime or hobby of mine. So I finally broke down and I was like, oh, also the, uh, the clicky thingy, the thing that you used to, the trackpad, uh, the clicker buttons did not work because I went through another like cookie clicker phase that was like super hardcore and absolutely just obliterated it. Like it was gone between like that and also probably Stardew Valley and also probably trying to play Minecraft and just it didn't stand a chance really uh, so I broke down and I was like alright Geek Squad I have a three year warranty and it's going to expire next year uh, here are all of my problems and also the laptop's problems let's see what we can do and they were like alright we're gonna send it down and uh they pretty much flipped me off and told me, fuck you, you're going to be without a laptop for a week. And yeah, that was kind of what I signed up for, but I didn't really know that that was what I was signing up for. And I just smiled and nodded. I was like, okay, here's my signature uh, for permission to ship it out and probably uh, not liability if you goof it up some more or something like that and it comes back to me completely dead. I don't know. I didn't read the fine print. I was panicking. So... Uh, I was like, man, wouldn't it be funny if they just, like, didn't actually fix it, and then they, uh, sent it back up to Ohio, and the Geek Squad gave it back to me, and they were like, okay, so, pretty much what we did here is, um, we could not fix the touchscreen, and now the keyboard does not work at all, but we did steal the Kurt Cobain sticker off of the back, we thought it was cool. Uh, and then I would just have to be like, all right, sounds good. Thank you so much. Uh, have a nice night. And then go home. And like, I made that joke a couple of times because I thought it was pretty funny. I didn't think that they were actually going to do it. Uh, which is where I segue into saying that I'm kind of a precog. <laughs> uh, I mean, they fixed it. It's fixed, except it's kind of also still not fixed. Uh, all of the problems that I mentioned they're great. Everything's going well. I can use the touch screen now and I flipped it around and uh, used it as like uh, a fancy drawing tablet with my <laughs> less fancy drawing tablet. I don't know how to explain it, but I can have a nice setup again uh, whenever I'm drawing, which is really nice. But uh, there is like a little, a little bit of a problem that is a new one. Uh, they pretty much rebuilt my entire laptop, but for some reason now, uh, the audio is going out. <laughs> like, I- it- it was fine whenever I gave it up to them, uh, because I didn't mention it to them, because it wasn't a problem, so they didn't look at it, uh, but I- yeah, I was drawing earlier, listening to some music. I got into a kick where I was going to listen to every single musical that I knew today- yesterday. Today for me in my heart, I guess. Um, and while I was doing that, I was drawing at the same time, and I noticed that, like, it got quieter sometimes, and I was like, huh, that's kind of, that's kind of really weird, and I don't really like that a lot. Uh, so I started paying attention to it a little bit more, and I was like, okay, 
the audio is a lot quieter on the right side. So then I flipped it around and I made it look like a normal laptop again so that I was like, I had a crack theory and I was like, maybe it's just doing this because it's flipped around into like tablet mode. No, it still did it. Uh, and since it was actually facing me and not like echoing off of the wall and coming back to me, I noticed it a lot more. So I was like, Whoo. well, that's a problem. And uh, I'm going to plug my headphones in and simply just not acknowledge that it's a problem because I can't give this bad boy back to the geek squad until I graduate and get some commissions finished or else I will die. I simply cannot afford, like, I'm, I'm in the mode of like finals week, but finals week is going to last like for the next three weeks pretty much. And just, I just don't have time to not have my laptop for another week. So I picked my laptop up with my mom uh, today yesterday today uh the third of god i would love to know what month it is i think it's may i can't really keep track anymore the third of whatever month it is right now um and whenever i got it back uh they brought it out to me and i was like internally like huh maybe they got the wrong laptop from the back because like it was definitely the right brand. I hadn't seen like the little icon of like what the brand is in a while. Uh, but I was like, it's the right brand, but like all of my stickers are gone, which is kind of weird because I didn't think that they were actually going to do the thing that I joked about them doing. And the dude like gave it to me and I couldn't like open it up and like crack it up and be like okay does my name pop up on the sign-in screen uh because the dude was sitting right there so I waited until I was out in my truck and I was like okay I hope they didn't give me the wrong laptop because I'm already all the way out here and how embarrassing would that be for both of us if I had to walk back into Best Buy with the laptop that I've already put in my laptop sleeve and tell this dude at his job that he gave me the wrong laptop back it would just be embarrassing. Um, but I whipped it open in the front seat of my mom's truck and surely enough, my name popped up and I was like, huh, okay. So they did steal my Kurt Cobain sticker and also all of the rest of them. And uh, I don't really care, I guess. It's not like that big of a deal. I spent a lot of money on some of the stickers that were on it at one point, but I was kind of thinking about restarting anyway. And like, it's been a big stress and it was the reason why I didn't take this bad boy back to Best Buy the first day that I bought it whenever it blue screened in the middle of Barnes and Noble because I had put two stickers on it already. And that like sealed its fate of like, there is a spiritual and emotional bond here. And now this laptop is mine. That is the only reason why I didn't do it. So it confirmed my worst fears of if you do happen to break your laptop, all of the stickers gone. Some fucking guy in Kentucky has all of your stickers now and uh, you're not going to get them back ever. So uh, I have like an inch of lost property with all of my stickers combined. And I think that the only ones that I'm actually upset about losing are... Uh, are the ones that I spent money on 
because that's always devastating. But I think more so than that, I'm upset about losing all of the free uh, like holographic orange stickers that I got because I had two that were on the inside of my laptop and uh, they matched the one that I put on my drawing tablet. So it was like kind of cute and it was like a set. And now my laptop doesn't have them anymore. He's naked. Uh, so I bought some contact paper because uh, Alicia sent me a TikTok of if you put contact paper on the back of your laptop, uh, you can take the contact paper off and just have like a block of stickers pretty much uh, for whenever you're feeling non-committal. And honestly, it's a good idea. It's a lot better idea and I wish that I would have been the one to think about it so I could have been like, this is my big humongous brain idea, but unfortunately, no, I also don't know the TikTok user uh, that actually came up with that life hack. I think that they had a beard, but I'm really not sure. Um, so I guess c credit to Alicia for sending it to me. And if I ever remember, then I will figure out a way to plug that because I have no idea. And we have sent way too many TikToks for that to even be attainable at this point. Too many TikToks sent back and forth. But uh, with that revelation that I had made that joke like a week ago, and it actually came true, uh, I did have to bring up that coincidence to my mother, uh, which did spark an entire like 40 minute conversation of how uh, we are precogs and that is just like something that is a part of our lives. And it's very cool. Like, I I have noticed on multiple occasions that, like, if I, if I say that something's gonna happen or something's not gonna happen, then that's usually just how it goes. Like, the way that I can best describe it is, like, there is a situation with multiple outcomes. I will focus in on one outcome that I vibe with the most, I guess, is the best phrasing that I can use. And that is the one that I will go with. And it happens like 90% of the time that is the outcome and I just like will it into existence uh which is pretty cool I like it a lot uh I the bad part is that um I also do this thing where I disassociate from any kind of stress that I feel so if I'm like yeah man I don't have anything to be worried about nothing's gonna happen uh, I can never tell if it's my trauma response or if it is because I am a precog. Who is to say genuinely? It'll probably get me killed at some point. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I can totally hitchhike to Montana. That's a great, fantastic idea. Nothing's gonna happen because I don't feel like anything's going to happen. And then something very terrible happens and I die like in Wyoming or some weird shit like that. Nobody ever actually goes to Wyoming. I am convinced that that's not a place that exists. Wyoming, I've never heard of it. I have never seen one single news story from Wyoming to prove that it's real. If you're from Wyoming, if you know anything about Wyoming, send me some info on Wyoming because I just don't have it. It's not real. Yeah, Wyoming isn't real. Uh... Aside from Wyoming, though, uh, that whole precog conversation spawns, like, a whole discussion about just... I was a weird 
kid and I apparently I am part of the reason why my mom started believing in past lives because she dropped an info bomb on me of uh whenever I was like super 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 young uh like way too young to have any kind of life experiences to be afraid of literally any single thing in the world uh she did not give me a specific age just like super 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 young I was not exposed to anything but me myself and I uh I guess I used to have these like very terrible nightmares where I would literally just like scream worse than my mother could describe to me like she stressed very specifically that she did not have the words to describe how terrible uh and just very, really very bad that I screamed. Uh, and I just, like, had nightmares that I, like, could not be woken up from. And I just never slept. Or I was having one of those very cool things. And my mom was like, yeah, literally you had no reason to have dreams like that. And that is, like, the biggest thing that got me into thinking that past lives were a thing because it just did not make any sense. You had not been exposed to anything. Like, you had to be having past life dreams. You had to have some kind of, like, past life trauma that you were going through again in your dreams, because that's the only logical explanation, as illogical as it is. And I was like, yeah, man, I would believe it. I have some pretty sick, nasty dreams still, and I still don't sleep because I do have sick, nasty dreams. So maybe it's like a, my insomnia is a subconscious block because I had so many awful bad past life dreams as a kid or something along those lines. Just crazy shit. I don't know what kind of life I live. I just simply do. I do think that it's weird that I, I think it's weird that my mom thinks that I'm so cool and uh, the things that I am about to go off about for another 22 minutes uh, is probably going to uh, solidify that of like, yeah, I've got some cool like precognition that I have going on. And I used to have past life dreams that were very spooky and traumatizing. And it's why I have deep seated insomnia and like just whack things like that. Uh, and I'm about to talk about uh, everything else that I did today. And, uh, it's not that impressive. So I got my laptop back, and so naturally I ordered, uh, six blonde ristretto shots and just went on a bender because I have been wanting to draw and, like, I never realized how much art keeps me sane until I literally did not have access to it anymore, and I really tried to get back into, like, drawing traditionally. I'm just such ass at it at this point that it's like not even worth trying because I just hate every single thing that I do. Uh, I can do pen sketches better than any kind of like hour long pencil project that I set into at this point and it's frustrating because obviously traditional art was where I started and was something that I thought that I was going to legitimately like get into as a like big career life path thing. And then I uh, went digital, and it kind of ruined my motivation to do any kind of traditional art as a whole. And yes, I am extremely happy with what I can do or digitally. I still do kind of miss the whole, like, 
pencil on paper feel of um, traditional art. And I know that um, like Wacom has like texture pad things that you can put on your tablet to make it feel more like a pen and pencil and stuff like that. But I have also found that I like the glide and anytime I change anything about my setup, even if it's like changing out a pen nib because I've worn it down for too long, huge shift in every single thing that I do. And I don't know how to get around that. Uh, but was not able to draw while my uh, laptop was with the Geek Squad, and it was probably the most miserable time I've ever had in my entire life because I actually had good things that I wanted to draw and ideas of things that I wanted to draw and obviously commissions that I needed to work on. Could not do anything. I bought a kalimba in that time and I started working on uh, learning how to play that instead as kind of like a coping mechanism so that I had something to keep me busy and it only like half filled the void and like yeah it's super cool I love the tiny little finger piano but art is honestly my one true like love and my favorite outlet I think not even I think I know that it's my favorite outlet I it's just such a deep-seated thing and it's always something that I have turned to as a way to, I guess, express myself but also channel everything in my peanut brain and also uh, stem out some kind of energy and just have something to do. And it's become a very big part of who I am as a person. Uh, with that, you would think that I am actually better with the art process, but the answer is no. Uh, I've been drawing for as long as I can remember. Uh, I don't know at what age you become uh, motor functionable because I honestly know absolutely nothing about kids or being a kid because I don't remember any part of being a kid. Uh, so... I can't pinpoint like, oh, I've been drawing for 15 years or anything like that. I don't know. I have no idea, just as long as I can remember. And I'm only recently starting to get into an actual routine with it. Uh, and it's more specifically because I have had to uh, recognize what I do with switching around to a new drawing program. Uh, whenever I started digital art five years ago, six years ago, I don't know, however many years ago, something around there. Uh, I started with Paint Tool Sci, and it was a pirated version that uh, someone I used to be friends with sent me, and that was what I drew on for literally six years. Hand wiggle, I don't know specifically anymore. Uh, and like, yeah, it's great. I love Paint Tool Sci, but everybody was like, hey, Clip Studio Paint will literally like have and raise your children for you. And if you're not using Clip Studio Paint in 2021, what are you doing? So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll actually buy an art program and I will try to switch over to Clip Studio Paint like a good boy. And I'll, I'll smoke the cigarette in the back of the schoolyard. Give me a hit pretty much. Uh, so I bought it and uh, that was back, oof, I think seven months ago 
and I opened it once and I was immediately overwhelmed so I closed it and I did not touch it for six months and then like two months ago or something like that uh, I opened it up again because I was like this is ridiculous and I am living my life in an inefficient way because I refuse to learn a new program uh, and I opened it up and I was overwhelmed so I closed it again and then I was like okay I'm just being silly. If this thing is as versatile as it's supposed to be, why does it look like 43 MSN toolbars? And I guess uh, multiple other people have thought that because I did some digging in like the materials area after I did a little bit of research and uh, freaking phoned a friend about it. And I found a, uh, I don't know what the terminology is. So if you know the terminology, don't come at me. I'm just tired and gay and I just draw sometimes. It's like, I just work here. Uh, found some materials that uh, made it look like pencil sci or as close as to pencil sci as you can get so it doesn't look like MSN toolbars and uh, it helps me wrap my peanut brain around it. So to the person that made the paint tool sci uh, mod for <laughs> Clip Studio Paint. I love you. Thank you for my life because that's literally the only single reason why uh, my peanut brain has wrapped around the program even a little bit. Um, I will say with getting a little bit more comfortable with it, I didn't buy like the pro Gucci like GG version of it because I was like, I don't want to spend that much money right now even though it's on sale so I'll just buy the Weenie Hut Junior version because I doubt that I'll actually use this anyway. Uh, I started wanting to get into animation and I, since I don't have the freaking big boy edition it won't actually let me get into animation so I'm going to have to break down and drop some more money and upgrade my license here soon and I'm not excited for it. I just don't feel like spending money right now. I'm in one of those kicks where any amount of money that I spend is like going to be the death of me but I'm also about to go to Olive Garden on Wednesday with my family and probably pay for all of it so you know I don't, I don't really know. My brain just fluctuates and if I really, really, really want something like Olive Garden, that's like free real estate. Money does not exist. But if it's something that I need to actually like, hey, if I make this investment, then it can be paid off later uh, through like getting paid to do things. I'm like, but it's too expensive and I don't want to do that right now. So dumb stupid and dumb. Dumb and foolish. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that. I just started going off about Clip Studio Paint. Uh, so that's a big F in the chat. Uh, I pretty much spent all of today and last night uh, listening to every single musical that I care to listen to, uh, which is- let me pull up the set list that I kind of rolled with. Uh, Spotify playlist. Uh, I listen to all of your basic bad boy musicals, except for I also really don't because I'm bad at getting into new things. So I listen to Dear Evan Hansen, and then Waitress, and then uh, The Book of Mormon, and then I skipped Hamilton because I didn't really feel like getting into it. And then, um, 
be more chill, but like the old original cast recording because that one's so much better. Like, my god, I cannot express how much better it is. Aside from, I do like the, uh, Michael Mel having two moms in the, uh, other recording of it. Uh, and then I skipped back and I listened to the entire Book of Mormon soundtrack again, and then I finally, uh, listened to, uh, most of the Heather soundtrack, and then I was like, I should probably go to bed. And then I didn't, because I'm sitting here doing this now, and I have to work at 9pm today. So, that's pretty cool. And while I was doing that, uh, I finished kind of uh, one of the commissions that I have to do. I decided that whenever I leave things alone and I just stew on the way that they look for a handful of days, I figure out what actually looks wrong with them and I'm looking at it again and I think that part of the problem is that the shading that I did uh, makes her skin look yellow instead of green and I'll definitely need to fix that and I also think that the right boot is too thick in comparison to the left boot so there's going to have to be a restructure in the governmental system there in order to sort of get that down and fixed and also somewhere along the lines the little bit of line art that I had for the hair has disappeared so I think that I'm gonna have to hit a couple of defining lines there, and then I think that might fix it. See, I'm fantastic at what I do. If you walk away from something, that's like the biggest advice that I have. The biggest brain advice that I have. Walk away from something. Walk away from something for like almost 12 hours. I finished that first session at 11.39 p.m., and now it is... 7.59 a.m. and I just solved every single problem with it. Huge brain. Uh, while I was doing that, instead of working on any single thing else that would have helped me, um, I made a bunch of alt outfits for Julian's character sheet. Um, it gave me a lot of serotonin. I just- I like him a lot and I could genuinely spend another 34 minutes just talking about D&D characters, and I think that I just might at some point. I don't think that I'm gonna tack that onto this. Uh, no, I don't think that I'm gonna tack that onto this because I could go off for an entire podcast episode about uh, each individual character, and then I would just have to, like, huge, humongous spoiler tag, uh, the respective parties that cannot listen to this specific episode because it'll spoil an entire campaign that I'm writing or all of a character's backstory that hasn't been completely revealed yet or just things like that. But I can talk about Julian now because he's no longer in that campaign so I might, as soon as I'm done recording this, just talk about Julian. I don't know. We'll see, because what if I use him for something else? That's always the worry and always, like, what if I use him for something else and then I have spilled every single bean that this man has? I just like him a lot, though, and uh, 
I like having more flexibility uh, with him as an OC instead of a D&D character. I'm going off about him anyway. I'm going to stop this here. 30, 36 minutes is long enough. This is long enough. So, um... Fantastic. Thank you for the notification. Um, let me know if you actually listened to this, and let me know if you care to listen to more of these. I'm planning on actually, like, rallying the boys and getting a not-one-man podcast, but I think that this was nice. And just going off for a minute was nice. Uh, so, GG. It's also going to be a, uh, raw close, so, bye. <laughs>